are now tuned into the Fathers Matter 2 podcast, where we discuss family, careers, community, health, and all the other stuff you just might not talk about in the barbershop. Sponsored by Port Royal Paddies and Father Figure Children and Family Services. With your host, David Mines. Fathers Matter 2. All right, welcome back, guys. It's the um, final segment to today's podcast. We've got um, Paul Barnes and Lillian Serenkuma with us, and um, we're going to finish off with a, with a few questions. There's a bit of a, I don't know if it's controversial or not, but for me, it's interesting, if nothing, to say the least, because I know I have a strong opinion on this, mm-hmm. and actually, I think me and Paul might have different opinions because I'm thinking back to some of the conversations we've had over time so in the documentary I know that um, the mother of the young boy who um, took Kamari's life um, she wrote a letter to you guys Um, and in the documentary that it seemed as though you guys had a difference of opinion on that Um, I think well, you could say what. I th- what did you say? You haven't watched it back, but I don't know if you no, remember I what you said. But I thought it was important that um, we explain a bit of con- how that scene came about. Yeah, and the context. And yeah, so. So you just read the letter. That was the very first time I'd ever read. So you the read it live. Live in- for the very first time. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, it was like literally, I think two, three weeks after just finding out that. The young man has now put through an appeal to reduce his sentence to manslaughter. Right, so hold on, before you continue, Mm -hmm. because one of the things I don't think I did ask you earlier on is what his sentence was. Because we know that he was actually, well, we do know that he was found guilty of murder and he was sentenced to... 14 years. Right. It would have been 16 years. The judge wanted to give him 16 years, but he took a year off because um, one... The boy admitted to murdering Kamari, so he took a year off for that. And, on the um, day of sentence. On the day of sentence, and he took another year off because, well, yeah, he took a year off because he admitted to it and he apologized to us, mm-hmm. which wasn't really an apology. It, it, and um, you didn't find it sincere. No, and he took another year off because the boy, um, he felt the boy was trying to. It was because of his um, the fact that he'd you know gone yeah. through a bit of turmoil with his dad when he was younger, and he realised what he'd done was wrong. So the judge yeah. said, "You know what? For that fact, I'm going to take another year off." Right. But he was he was going to throw the book at him and give him 16 years, which should have been. Was that would that be the maximum you could give a 15? Well, he was no, 15. it's 15. Yeah. So in actual fact, I think it's 15 years. Okay. That is the maximum they right. could give. He had actually recommended to give an additional year right so that additional year would have been some like even past what he should have got which was the 15 right. so by the time they reduced it he was only in fact reducing his by, one by one year the judge wanted to sentence him yeah. do you know what yeah if we didn't have a jury and it was just a judge alone okay. yeah from the first few days the judge hearing that story he would have threw the book at mm-hmm. that young man mm-hmm. reason being because he kept saying, as far as he's concerned, Kamari's named his killer. Yes. I think yeah. what people also have to remember is that we were asked, because there was a stage where they weren't going to withhold the young man's name. name. 
And for me, and I don't know about people, You can tell you the podcast said, if you want to say his name. No. I'll say his name if you want me to say his no, name. But for me, I didn't feel that it would it's benefit the LWS. us. It wouldn't benefit us knowing um, having his name being put out in the media. Yeah. So I didn't think that that was going to make any difference. He's still done what he's done. He's still going to go through the whole process. Yeah. But I think it's important for people to understand that we went through court for almost four to nearly five weeks with this five young weeks, man yeah. sat there. Not only was he disruptive, he was conducting himself very disrespectfully. His mum was sat there next to him at all times. For me, personally, I never saw her once even... Hold you to account. Nothing at all. And this is why I've been trying to explain the, that, yes, people do have a need to have parental guidance mm-hmm. or lessons, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we need to start making excuses. Because yeah. if we keep making excuses, they will continue to conduct themselves a certain way. For me, if I was in that position and my child's done something so... Heinous. And it's not. there's no question about whether he did it or he didn't do no, it, even no, at that point, not, because they debate. had contacted me even before going to court. His parents wanted, his grandparents were One apologetic, time, right. everything. So, so we're not question, sitting there. There's no question of doubt. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad I, I, can, I can say, as a mum, I'm glad he had his mother sat there. Mm. Whether it was effective or not, I'm glad he did have that, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected any less, but unfortunately, her being there, not dealing with how he was conducting himself, already showed me this is a pattern. That's been, it's a repetitive... Right. And then, for me, you saw my face, you saw us at court, after the trial had finished, not once did you approach me, or anything like that. You might have approached Paul, or Paul went and approached you. But in all that time, you've never, never said anything. And then about two weeks before, no, two weeks before the last bit of filming was done, three weeks, I got a call telling me from the police that um, just to prepare myself, although they had told me that he can never appeal, he has put in a process for an appeal. And do you know, and before you continue, do you know anything about the mechanics of that? How yeah, that's been I do understand why. Okay. That, so he could never appeal his case in terms of saying it wasn't him because he's admitted it. Right. But in actual fact, he can introduce new evidence to give reasons for why he's done it. Right. And that's what he's now done. This is what the whole process that we're now going through. So what people have to understand is I've, I've received that letter. Yes. In the same space of time, she's been... had two years to write that letter. I've received it after knowing that your son has gone and appealed, or the system's going... To appeal that, that, that 14-year sentence. Right. So that's the context. <laughs> that's the so, context of you yeah, kind of making the response you made in yeah. the documentary. Is that actually, I don't... And, uh, I refused the letter. Me, personally, I refused it. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I was saying, I was like... Pfft, the letter goes I goes you know if she was to send a letter she could send a letter for me to read it I goes I'm not really interested because what what can be in that letter there's nothing in that letter it's gonna it's gonna change anything I'm a bit more optimistic I thought there would be things in that letter to explain to me why your son got to that so that's really strange because if you watch the documentary you it would 
I would say you would have you would have one accepted the letter, yeah. yeah, and you were the one who didn't well, want the letter. Although the responses were yeah. were mm. changed, so yeah. you even though you didn't want the letter, you were a bit more receptive to it. Well, I don't know that no, you know, was you know, receptive. You just, you just said that Lillian's response was a bit harsh. That's what you said at the time. Before going there, I was saying to myself, what really could that letter contain mm. apart from an apology? Yeah, which and is going to make no difference. It's going to make no difference in the matter. So, do you know? I don't. I said. I. I was. I. I told the TV crew. I was. You know what? Yeah. I don't want that letter. You know. And I was kind of shocked when they come told me about um, Lily wants to. Lily wants to accept the letter. I goes. Lily wants to accept the letter. She said. Yeah. I goes. Okay. But me personally, no. You know. You know what? You know what? I think for me in all of this, it's always been give me some understanding to why my son had to be taken. Someone let me know where the problems are, or where the issues are, mm. so we can start looking at how to make sure no other child has to go through the same thing. Yeah. So her letter to me, I was I was expecting her to give me some kind of understanding. I didn't expect her to give me an excuse for why things happen, but to say, at least this is what I tried, this is what... You, he was only in social services for three years. Mm. What happened to the rest of the time when he was in your care? Mm. And who, who do you hope in the, individually? Mm. Who, I'm asking you this individually. Who do yeah. you hold responsible for Kamari's death? Um, who do I hold? Who or what? I'm, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say the boy's name, but I'm going to say LWS. Okay. I would say I hold everyone responsible. We all have a part to play in this, whether it was his teachers, whether it was his mum, social services, everybody, because what is maybe not known to everyone is that he was on a tag when he did what he did. And he was clearly on the other side and made his way down here. I cannot understand if we're talking about technology you got cheap. It's a GPS tracking system. I don't know how it works. How can you not have mechanisms on there to alert you when that child's gone outside of that area? Mm. The other part as well is that because of what we were going, we couldn't use any of his previous. You couldn't even mention that, you know... That he was on attack. He was on attack. That's how they were... And I remember remember speaking specifically with Paul during the trial where he was really concerned that he wasn't going to get the conviction because although they were these things that were so compelling mm. that he had this record yeah. that he had this tag mm. I just, remember just couldn't come he out. couldn't be brought into the chart yeah. I remember that being like listening to listen to Lillian now yeah she got a strong argument like in blaming like you know what um, what the councils was doing and all these other people but you know it falls short on him because at the end of the day um, someone who's in care mm. yeah they're tagged or not yeah um I wouldn't want to ridicule someone as I wouldn't want to target someone like do you know what because you're on tag yeah you're automatically going to be doing something bad or something like that you know what I mean everyone deserves a chance yeah yeah so um, in one in, in one aspect I, I agree with you and in the next aspect I disagree with her yeah meaning like alright even those on tag it doesn't mean they had to monitor him like that he, he should have been it's all about trust yeah and for for we um You've got to give him a certain leeways. You know, you can't just be scrutinising him 24-7. But unfortunately... 
I mean, this was a boy that needs to be scrutinized 24 7 by. And, and not just that, the tag's there for a reason. Though. The tag is there for and a so reason. If he does step outside of that, then he should, it should alert and some. And some. But, but, but I think, but I, yeah. I mean, I know we've, we've always had opposing opinions yeah. to this. Which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're still friends. <laughs> um, I've always said, controversially, I hold. I don't hold. I don't hold LWS responsible. Yeah. Because he is a product a of minor. his environment. He's a child. Yeah. He wasn't eighteen, nineteen. No. He's he was fifteen when he did what he did. Mm. He should have been in the care of his two parents. And I firmly hold his parents responsible for what happened to your son. That's me. Yeah. Like you can have your opinion and. My opinion is not worth any more than yours, and definitely not because he's your son. Yeah. But for me, as your friend, and as a person who does what I do, I hold his mum yeah. and his dad firmly responsible for the death of your son. Because, uh, and the question I, I remember saying this to you, I remember where I said it to you, I was standing outside your house, I said, Paul, and I didn't say Paul, I called you by your other name. Cool, you say, <laughs> I did do Peanut. <laughs> I said, Peanut, if I had a dog, and my dog came here and mauled, you or one of your children to death, Yes. who would be responsible for that? And who, and would I go to prison for that? And what is the answer to that? Yeah. But I can have a child that who can do, do the that. exact same thing and, I, and, I, and nothing happens to me as a parent. Yeah. And I feel like we need to put more onus on parents. I know for a fact that it is not wholeheartedly parents who are to blame yeah. for what is happening to young people. However, if we had a pie... And we was to percentage and slip that up into percentages. Parents have the biggest percentage influence on that pie. Yeah. So let's talk about this young man's dad. Yeah. He's not in this country. Yeah. And we know, and I know, that this young man was sent to be with his dad yeah. because of the struggles his mother was having with him. And you know, saying and that what happened? What happened? He was sent. His dad sent him back. Okay, so he's and I'm not. So I'm not sitting here blaming. Well, his that's mom. what I've heard. Um, well, that's what we allegedly. All right, and I'm not sitting here blaming his mum because she didn't bring him into this world on her own. There was two. Her, his father is equally, yeah, equally to blame. Okay, that's why in the documentary, why you might be find me saying when when Lily made that comment, I I find it a, a bit, bit unfair. A bit hard, yeah, yeah. Okay. but as I, as 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 I can, could I can explain why I said that as well. Yeah. But um, when I said that, when I said that, yeah, I also took what I I also misheard what Lillian said. I didn't know she was actually referring to that one woman alone. I just thought she just meant as mothers in general, right? Yeah, as as an as in a okay. whole, okay. which which I was saying that That's is wrong thing. because you got some you got some parents, you got some mothers. Some fathers who try their best with their kids. Yeah. You've got some kids who are just naturally mm. bad. And then sometimes your best isn't enough. Because yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, you, you know, when we have children, and this is why we need to re-educate, which yeah. is what we're saying. We need to educate ourselves. Yeah. We, it's, the, the onus is on you, on you, Lillian, on me, to educate our children about what are the implications of having a child. What mm. is really involved in bringing a child into this yeah. world? Well, sometimes what is your responsibility around that? Because for some of us, it's, it's not... We, we, we haven't been educated enough mm. and I'm not going to point fingers because at the end of the day we have to understand the journey of our own parents who might not have been able to actually give us what we need um, but we have to think about mm. that collectively as a community what are we teaching our young people yeah. 
about bringing up children and what your responsibility is? I think for me, I I have to also mention why I I even wrote to her, I responded back to her, I wrote her a two-page letter and I explained to her why I felt the way I did. And I think there's a big problem in our society where we condone people who act a certain way or who conduct themselves a certain way. Mm. In actual fact, if someone's leaving their kids to go raving and don't care about their exactly. kids, as a community, we, we should, should be, be shunning that. We should be shunning that. Right. And this is where I was trying to come from. And I can't feel sorry for a parent who, outside of this, I've had more information about mm. in terms of her involvement and the information is mm. coming straight from your family member yeah. so for me I've always been very very optimistic I hope he changed you know I sat there I hope one day this boy realises what he's really done and he does really genuinely say sorry yeah. unfortunately for me I might still have that hope but I've been told very categorically it's, it's not going to happen I would have liked to let from him more than her. Yeah. You know what I mean? If the letter was from him, if 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 someone turned to um the boy wants to write you a letter, mm. yeah. Oh yes, I would have ju- I would have jumped at the chance yeah. to get that letter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give him a chance to explain himself. But for her, it was only gonna be it's only gonna be sorry. She's 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 a mother in it. The first thing she's gonna do is want to protect her child. This is what Lillian's doing now. You know what I mean? She's protecting her child. It's the mm-hmm. first thing she wants to do. I think I'm also looking out for her son as well because yeah. I'm trying to make sure that I think people more, understand. I, I've said there's more balance in what yeah. Lillian's doing though. She, she has to understand that, mm-hmm. you know what, how you've conducted yourself. You see, the thing is, what people are going to say is social services, this and that, but no, your child ended up having to go there because of certain things from before. I will sit here and also say, we don't know what the psychological reports that they're doing now are going to turn up in terms of how the his mental state is. But it's so sad that he had to kill someone for them to be doing those things. If it is is determined that he's got some mental health illness, why is it taken for this to happen? That's all that I was trying to say. And again, that will take you back to the system and how the system does demonise our children and, and not and not actually diagnose mm. and put in the the, uh, the, the adequate supportive mm. uh, measures. You know, many of our children out there, um, they they want to they they're quick to want to give their medication for ADD and all yeah. these different things, but they're not actually giving them a statement. The statement is more important than the medication, of course, because the statement means that professionals are going to be able to be in place to support yeah. our children. And, and these are the things we, we we may find out that this young man, yeah. you know, is is is. May may have genuinely had an issue. This is that what I'm trying to come to. Un- That's why I cannot seen un- blame that boy for no, now. No. If he had been eighteen, then you no. know what the blame is fully down to. And, he, and even yeah, if he, yeah. and even if he was eighteen, to be fair, and, he didn't, and he didn't get adequate, and he didn't get adequate parenting, yeah. you cannot you cannot discount that. Yeah, because you're only as good as you know mm. you come your parents. Yeah. And we know that people will make mistakes. <coughs> All of us in here have made mistakes. Yeah. All of us have done things that our parents would not probably have wanted us to do. And this is why I did, this is why I've not made any comment about a parent because I don't know her, so I don't know what she, I don't know what she's done as a parent. Well, it, it would seem as though Lillian says, has heard other things, so well, see, that's, which that's, is why she holds yeah, but that, her that's opinion. Not even well, that's hearing. Yeah, that's that, that's hearing. With her yes, so you so you looked at what you see. 
and no response. And no response from the mum to even say to him, you know what, don't do that. Yeah, but he's a woman. It doesn't matter. He wasn't in. He wasn't in. And he gave birth to that. He wasn't born a robot. He wasn't born a robot. As I said, what wasn't broadcasting that thing is, but I would not blame my father, I would not blame my son for his father's wrongdoings. You know what I mean? Which you, which you do get a lot of people like, what, you know, that, that used that, that you stand, that you stand, rub me in And you got people who attack that boy. I, I won't you do know, something like that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame my mother for her son's, no, her I son's wrong I think it's about responsibility. responsibility. And, and I think Lillian, I make Lillian right. Okay. He wasn't, you just said, you just referred to him. He's a wronging. He wasn't born a wronging. So, so there may be. Listen, listen. But you get cut. So the kids, you can see from when they're young, but you know, listen, bloody, yeah, this is not bad. This is not about terrible tools. It's different terrible tools. This is not about demonizing his mum neither, because we it's don't. Not. I don't know his mum's journey. Yeah. I don't this know his mum's journey, but at the same time, she was. She's responsible. She it's his child. That's it's his her child. child. I and, would and, be and responsible so, if my child went and was a bloody terrorist. He's my child. I gave birth to him. I'm responsible. There's, a, there's an God. element of responsibility that you know, and, and listen, we don't we can draw a line because I don't think it's about us. Yeah. I, I think we're in agreement here. I don't think we're saying it is her fault directly, yeah. but I'm, I, I think there is an element. I know that Lily and I are definitely on the same page on that. There's an element of responsibility. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And so are you, then? Yeah, I do hear what you're you know, saying. Yeah, I do understand because it, it, it is part of it, isn't yeah. it? Because you, you, you just can't. You just. Uh, we, if I take it back to the basic analogy of the dog, yeah. you just cannot disassociate. Yeah. If my dog's supposed so, to be muzzled, then yeah. I, it's my responsibility to muzzle it. Yeah. If I know my dog's got a locked jaw, and once it gets its jaws into you, it ain't going to let go, I need to, and the law is I muzzle it, then I muzzle it. If I take it out and it's not muzzled and it locks, mm-hmm. it's my responsibility. So if I've got a son, you know, who from two... Has been carrying on a certain... Bend the tree when it's young. Bend the tree when it's young. You can't you cannot bend a thirteen year old tree, a fourteen year old tree, and this no, is can't. the problems we're seeing within our community. Right. It, it's too late. I think the other thing that people have to remember in this situation, we don't have a choice whether people see our face, whether people come up to us and talk to us. This is something that's just been put, it's out. put on you. Now, this mother has that comfortability of being able. To not. be behind closed doors and say whatever she needs to say. Yeah. She's not being filmed. Nobody knows. Her neighbours do not know it's her child that's done it. They don't know. Yes. So she, we're, we're being thrown out there for everybody. Like, we're sitting here. I personally, I'm not the type of person that wants to share things with the whole world. Mm. I'm, I'm having to do that. She will never have to do that. No. She can sit behind that and say whatever she wants to say. Yeah. Whereas with me, I'll be honest with you, I'm not totally totally blaming her. Mm. Separate situation to this, I've had to deal with this more or less similar situation. Not my child biologically, but I felt like I took care of that person as my child. Mm. So when they've done something wrong, I felt responsible. I felt like if anybody asks me, I'm going to be straight, I'm going to tell them everything, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to... And I also saw why he ended up in the position he did. And whether my family's watching this or not, I know your mother could have done a lot more for you than what she did. And she put you in a position as a child where you've had to do a lot of your growing up yourself and learning what's right from wrong from people who are not... They're not the people you should be learning right from wrong from. Yeah, yeah. Let's draw a line under that. Yeah. Heated. I think think it's best. Heat, the most heated part of our discussion today 
tell me what you guys are doing now um, in the name of Kamari or to, 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 to honour him, his name, to celebrate him, to keep him in our memory. What are you guys doing? What's happening individually or collectively? Um, what's the plans? Well, what's happening? And what has happened? Me per- Well, me personally, um, what I do is I do a lot of campaigning to a fight against knife crime in his name. Um, as you know, I've done the festival because she was hosting it, hosting it. Kamari, Kamari Barn, was it? Yeah, QSB One Love Festival. Yeah, Memorial Festival. Memorial, yeah. Um, trying to do it this year to make it um, Kamari's One Love, One Love and Harmony Festival. Okay. We're trying to drop the um, memorial. Okay. Um, but I do a lot of, I've done a lot of talks in schools, um, in workplaces. Mm. Um, colleges. Um, I've done also done a lot of TV interviews as well. Mm. You know, some some haven't been out on TV as yet. Um, so I suppose they'd be out soon. But um, yeah, I just got there. Just 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 do talks and, and um, on his behalf, but to try and tackle the knife crime issue. Just no, we're not trying to tackle not trying to tackle the knife crime issue. Just to, to bring keep awareness. Up, yeah, keep keep the awareness going about it. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people just a lot of people a lot of people who do who um who um do a lot of things campaign campaign mm-hmm. they haven't necessarily been through what we've been through. Yeah, you know, they're just they're just doing it because it's an epidemic right now. Yeah, you know, so I tend to do it because we know they just want my views on what we're going through and yeah. our views. Mm. You know where we're coming from and how we see things, but as I say, it's not all the time we know we know the solution to things. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know, we don't mean, know the solution. If I knew the solution, then this won't be a problem anymore. Yeah, you know. Um, really? Myself, I'm glad that Paul's going and doing all that work and keeping Kamari's name alive in the media and also just generally mm. doing the campaigning on the ground. Um, for me, I'm more working on putting together the QSB Foundation. Um, I'm also working a lot with our local council, mm-hmm. also meeting up with the Black, for instance, the Black Police Association. Mm-hmm. This week, I've got several meetings with different people, but that's more based around scoping a good um, service that we can deliver. So. I have understood that it has to be collaborative thoughts and it has to involve all the right people, not just my thoughts or Paul's thoughts. Or It has to involve the community. They've also got to get involved and tell us what changes. the key. And have a the key. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where my area is. At the end of the day, you know what it is? It's all about building a legacy for Kamari, mm. you know? And he deserves that because he wasn't a bad kid. And he would have been... He would have been somebody. He was somebody. He, he was somebody, he and he would have. He would have been. Yeah. He really would have become mm. someone special. I, 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 I think that. that. I think that. that. I think that. that. I think yeah. that. Yeah. I think this young man. He's he's robbed me of something. Yeah. Well, not, he's robbed us. He's robbed us. Yeah. So many so people he's robbed us. Yeah, he's, he's robbed us of something, big time. I'm also more concerned about work around helping young boys such as the one who took my son's life mm. because I really do feel that we need to really focus on that element because yeah. 
we're not going to stop this situation yeah. if we're not helping or we're not yeah. supporting. It's a, Just, it's, it's a community effort. Yeah. And, yeah, and this is why it's so important that it's... You, some people take the approach of my, my kids inside, they're fine. But mm. until it comes to your front door, mm. until it, it comes to your front you door, wait for it and, you, and so this is why we should all have an interest in this. Yeah. Because your story, if, if any, is a perfect example of why. Because mm. your boy was doing what he should have been doing, when he should have been doing it, mm. and he's no longer here. Mm. And that's why, as a community, we have to really think about, which what you just said is so noble, that... Let's think about these boys because we spoke about his mum and we spoke, yeah. we spoke about what we feel her shortcomings have been. Yeah. But we as a community should be able to step in. Yeah. You know, the, the saying is her. so regular mm. that I don't even like saying it about taking a village. But it's, it's, it's true. true. It's, it's true. true. It's true because where his mum failed, mm. you should have been able to have stepped in. And you see, I this should is, have been able to have stepped see, in. This is my, this is, now, this is, this, is why, this is why we had this... Uh, this is why... When you saw the, the um, documentary, mm-hmm. it ended how it ended. Because uh, that, that's what you just said. Yeah. The mum. Yes. It's always been the mum, yeah. mum, mum. Have we not, since, since it's been two, it's been two years, one month, mm-hmm. yeah, since Kamari's passing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no matter where we go, yeah. As I said, you see me, you see me about, you see me out there and blah, blah, blah. But you know, when we go certain places, I'm still, at the back bench, mm. yeah, you, the mother, the mother comes into life. But you're, like, but you're in a position where you've been allowed to be able to take your son's name and try and do not even allowed. Sorry, wrong word. You are in a position <laughs> where you can't, you can take that and want to run and do something for your son. So, as you can hear and as you can see, for those who are viewing, we could actually go on for ages because um, it's such a it's a topic that is is, is prevalent. It's important. Um, but I'm just going to end by thanking you guys for coming in today. It's obviously a difficult subject um, and not something that I'm sure we choose to speak out necessarily every day, but we know that it's going to help others. Um, so I want to thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you for highlighting the issue. Thank you. I think we needed a bit more time. <laughs> you can come back. Maybe we'll come back. <laughs> Alright, we're out of here. Thank you for listening to the Fathers Matter 2 podcast with your host, David Mullings. Sponsored by Port Royal Paddies and Father Figure Children and Family Services. Keep checking in as we will be regularly releasing new episodes. Fathers. Matter 2.